All right, this is Ampa, the Cadre Score Circle, and you are now watching the Three Count Podcast. Do you want to get live with me? Do you really want to ride with me? I'm in the club, baby, grind on me. Do you want to get live with me? Do you want to get live with me? Do you really want to Welcome, everybody, to me? another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And by now, with season four, our 300 and something episode, I would just hope you say it with me, I am your Sherpa, because like your tribal chief, acknowledge me. But like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering. So who's entering the ring today? You can find this man at PWX. You can find this man at UCW, HWT, and HWF. He is the kaiju of the squirrel circle. He is six foot five, 265 pounds of lean, mean fighting machine. He is Ampo. Well, thank you for the introduction. Well, it is awesome to have you on, man. So, you and I have actually been in a ring together, uh, you know, at HWT, and we had a lot of fun in our matchup. And you have gone on to do some pretty cool things, you know, three river champion over at PWX. And I've been kind of mindful, man, just kind of keeping you in the eye and just seeing you doing the things that you do. And I'm very happy to see how well you're like progressing, man. So, you know, big ups to you. Yeah, I definitely need that rematch from me before you hang your boots up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but we've been so we keep running in, we kept running into each other up until the point where I moved. <laughs> so, like, you know, for those who don't know who you are, who is Ampo? Well, born in Madagascar, finding the love of professional wrestling was through the good old tape trade whatever you get your hands on. So after finding that, doing research, I went to Japan to do training where I got the, I got the shit beat out of me. And some people say that wasn't the way to be trained in Japan. So living in Tokyo was cool, it is cool. And here and there, I take a 17 hour flight to the States and Whoop ass. <laughs> deliver, nice. deliver the punishment. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's one of those things, too, man. It's like, where it, everybody has like their way of saying, like, that's not how you're supposed to get trained, or this is how you're supposed to get trained. Everybody has like their own opinion about on how things are, but like different countries, different places have different ways of doing things. So it's like, how can you classify by saying, like, this is the way to be trained, right? Like, if you're a Mandalorian and you're being trained by the Mandos, like that is the way to be trained. But if you're a luchador or you're a wrestler or, or you're, you know, you know, you're working wherever, man, like even in, in Japan or whether you're in Mexico or you're in the U.S. or in England, there's different ways to be trained. So who's to say that that style of training wasn't the way that was being trained in like Tokyo, Japan? Yeah, I about to say some people think it's brutal. They made a they made a documentary called Guy and Girls and uh, they beat the shit out of me. Mm. Basically to say if you can take this ass woman then we'll uh, then we'll be nice to you. Like the good old 80s territory days. 
Well, I guess apparently it sounds like some people just don't, just don't understand how the business has evolved and changed and stuff like that. But, you know, it is credit, though, because in Japan, though, we always talk about certain wrestlers and, like, their toughness and, like, how they're just, like, you know, how we all love, like, watching them work, whether it's, like, an Okada, Ultimo Dragon, Shibata, right, uh, Zack Sabre Jr., Will Ospreay, like, those guys, too, you know, they came over from the Britain side of things and went to Japan to learn. TJP talks about it all the time. So it is it is crazy to hear. But then, like, you know, like you said, like, once you get past, like, that initiation phase, like, it's just, you know, there's there's a respect level that is given to you after that. Yeah, because it's the, it's the brotherhood of we're not going to give you all the secrets because if you're not truly into this, why will we continue to put our efforts into you? Yeah. No, it definitely makes sense. It's one of those things. It's it's crazy, though, man. Just like when you hear about everybody's like, no, you want to do this in the business and you want to learn how to do this and this and train this way. And then we want you to be kind to everybody. And it's like, well, yeah, but this is let's be real. Like pro wrestling, at least in the U.S., is a very shady business. Like I don't mean to pull back the curtain back like that, but it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, like. People are trying to get the most that they can for the least that they have to do and, you know, be happy with it. You know, it, it's, it's crazy that people are always like, nah, nah, nah that, this, it, it, it is what it is. Like, bro, that's just how the way the business works. I'm like, this is how it is. You just have to have to get yours and get out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, like all the time. Uh, and then there's the, the humble ones that like, I want to leave the. I want to leave the business better than I went into it. And there are a few people like that. There, there. I, I feel I say there's a few, but there's actually like a ton of people that I've met that are like, I want to be that guy, right? Yeah. And it it's cool to see. It's very fun to talk to those people because you genuinely learn a lot from those guys about the way that the business is or the way that the business should be. And how they're doing their thing to change it and and amplify, like put a big light on everything. So it is crazy that there's but there are those those few carnies out there who are like, nah, I'm gonna do things my way and I'm just gonna do it, right? So it it is very weird to me that what's good for what what helps rise all tides and all ships, like some people are just like, no, nah, I don't wanna do that. And it's it's weird because we always talk about how like we want to help the next person out and we want to train them to be better than what we were. But then, you know, you have people who are just like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. No, not at all. And then we get punished because they say we do help someone or attempt to, it's like, Oh no, focus on yourself. You don't need to help no one. Yeah. It's weird too. Like we, it's just, it's like a brother. It's weird because like in the military too, like we have like a brotherhood, right? It's a brotherhood of military. And we always talk shit about everybody else, right? So whether it's the Navy or the Air Force or the Army or the Marine, the Marines, Coast Guard, Space Force, National Guard, Air National Guard, that uh, we, we always talk trash about each other, right? But at the end of the day, we all understand the mission that we have, right? Which is like putting out the best fighting force that we can for the world to see. And in, in wrestling, it should be that same way, right? Whether whether you're in the Indies, WWE, AW, Impact, whatever, New Japan, right? Uh, all Japan. And it's it's all about like we're putting on the best product that we can for people. So why is it in the end that you're like, hey, I have to close down the world or I have to focus on yourself and not 
help the show get the best that it can and don't help that person out because that's not what is allowed. Now, whether that person is gets canceled or they're a shitty person and they commit a crime or something like that, that's one thing, right? But if it's just like your average person, like it's like like I come to you, right? I'm like, hey man, I know that you're working really hard in Pennsylvania. Hey, let me help you out and get you up here in Massachusetts. Big difference, you know? And it's just it's it's weird to see that people are like, nah, 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 nah. Just focus on you. You can handle it. You can do you. And I'm like, it, it's the ego it. because as soon as someone feels threatened, that oh, this person is trying to outwork me. I can't, I can't let that happen. Uh, book, uh, booker promoter's not gonna bring me back because they say they, they don't think I'm a hot commodity no more. And then they're just like, yeah, they'll give you the wrong advice. Or they'll give you the right advice at the wrong time to where you try to use it and then you're wrong for attempting that situation. Yeah. It it is it's crazy. It's crazy how this world works, man, in this place. So let me ask you, man, like what got you to want to come into wrestling? Like you said tape trading, but I'm just curious, like is there a certain wrestler that got you like you're like, yeah, that's the dude, that's that's who I want to be like or what? So Tape trading, yes. After seeing uh, Kenta Kabashi, uh, Kawada, Masawa, seeing them, like, yeah, it's it's like their humbleness. Literally, it'll be they'll they just walk to the ring, no fancy anything, maybe get flowers or whatever, but. As soon as the bell rings, it's you are in battle for X amount of time to where you have you are there to show people who you really are. So after seeing that, I just got hooked. I'm like, I need to do that when I get older. So technology comes, internet comes, find out where to go and when I had a chance saved up everything and left the island that works out though man and that's kind of cool though that you're just like hey like research 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 like you were putting in the work to like find out like how I can break into something like this and 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 make things work for me uh it's cool it's cool and the thing I like about like being around you too is that like you have like this tendency of like rubbing off on people with like the right kind of attitude where it's like, Hey man, like, I just want to help you get better and keep working and grind. But then the other part about it too, with yourself is that like, you're one of these individuals that like, Hey, I want to expand my repertoire. Right. Because I know we've talked about like me, uh, getting a brand new mass and stuff like that. You've talked about building gear for people. You've talked about building your gear. Right. And your set and, even that, that like the mask you're wearing now is not a mask that I've seen before, right? And I've seen, I don't know, I've probably seen you like six or seven different masks. So it's cool to see that you're expanding your re- repertoire and, and what people in the business would say is like making yourself an asset to the business versus like, hey, book me because I'm a good wrestler. No, you're like, book me because I can wrestle and I can do these other things as well. Exactly. It's like anybody can wrestle. They always say you can teach a monkey to wrestle. So what is the quote-unquote it factor what is the thing that will make them want to bring you back 
So with me, most places I go, I'm the only masked person there. If somebody does have a mask, it's for entrance purposes only. And then they're just like everybody else. Uh, being a bigger guy, being agile like me, sets me slightly away from the rest. But with, with that, with that skill comes the hate with it of, oh, you're, you're so big, you can't do that, or you're, you shouldn't do that. So it's always every positive is a negative in someone's eyes. Well, I remember, okay, so like, I'm going to put it out there too, and, and, and we can have a discussion about it too. So I remember like we were working a match at HWT. We had a third person with us. I, uh, Zach. Zach. Yeah, right. I can't, remember, I can't remember the last name, but Zach. And he has. Yeah, during. Zach During. Yes, um, he, he has evolved also. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm so happy seeing him work with, uh, TJ and like them just run wild all over H2O and stuff like that. Big shots. Sorry, Ty. Sorry, Zach. I know. Yeah. I know we forgot, but, um, uh, so it was all three of us. Right. And Zach is, is, is a little guy. And, then uh, and then myself, I'm not, I'm going to say I'm not a little guy, but I'm definitely not a big guy either. And you were the biggest guy in our match. And we had this, we had this talk in the back where you wanted to, you want to hit a moonsault. Right. And, uh, and I had told you, uh, in the purpose of the match, it wasn't going to make sense to hit, right, a moonsault. And you kept, and like, and I'll say, you kept, you kept insisting, right? <laughs> and I was like, no, we're not going to do this. Because I was like, in a sense, I was like, it was like a David and Goliath match, right? And, and in what sense would it make sense for Goliath, right, to now show that he has the ability to be springboard? And then... Um, and so in that match, you didn't get the chance to, you didn't get the opportunity to, but I know like at PWX, when you got to work with Machiavelli, Prince Machiavelli, uh, you got to hit your moonsault in that match. And it was one of those things where like, at that point it made sense, right? Like you're a face, he's like the heel and like you had to hit a big move. And so you got to hit this moonsault. And so when I was, I was, I think about that every once in a while and I don't want it to make it seem like, I didn't want it to make it seem like because you're, a big guy, you shouldn't be doing moonsaults. It was more of the sense of like, in the sense of our story, like I was the face and you were a heel. And I was like, it, I get that sometimes like guys will hit moonsaults, but at this point I didn't think it made sense. And uh, like, I just, I, I did, I don't really remember if I had a full conversation with you about it, but I wanted it just to be sure. Like, Hey, like I wasn't trying to be malicious. I just wanted to be like, Hey, in our story with two light guys. And then, this big hawking kaiju it i didn't think it was gonna make sense and i didn't know if i felt like that was a, a good call or not but i just wanted to kind of reiterate my point if that makes sense <laughs> no 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 i was no, about to say everybody wants to have the best match possible and it's just if we if it if you if it can't make sense it shouldn't be done yeah, and I saw, like I said, when 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 you was working with Prince and you hit that in the match, I was like, that makes sense. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I to say recently I was in a triple threat where uh, one person did it and uh, threw him out the ring. And I'm like, and I looked at the crowd. And I'm like, if he can do it, I can do it too. Went for it. 
my legs caught the bottom ropes and it went bad. Damn. Hold on a sec. No problem. I'm going to do some massive editing in this podcast. All right. <laughs> oh, wait. So your rope, your feet caught the middle rope and it just went disastrously? So, yeah. So I didn't. Didn't double check how close I was to the ropes, and when I went to jump, my bottom feet caught the ropes, and I just went up and down. <laughs> Which, and as soon as I hit, I'm like, oh, I guess I guess I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it goes back to something that we we talk about a lot, right? It's just like ring ring positioning and ring awareness, and just like yeah. knowing where you are in the ring and how to like move like fluidly and know hey i can hit this move right here right now or i have to wait and then and, and go for it so well no it's and that, that sounds like a, a a good lesson to learn but uh <laughs> also not a very fun bump <laughs> no, no, it was uh, jump pow ow <laughs> <laughs> well okay my a question i'm gonna ask you right is what's the worst bump you've taken worst I've taken uh self-inflicting or being or taking a move why not both <laughs> worse all right so I mean when adrenaline hits you don't feel nothing so uh, I said self-inflicting is I'll go to the top for a swan time haven't hit one in my career dude always moves so that's probably the worst self-exploiting. And then I was the person getting superplexed on a tower doom. Mm. And the ring wasn't uh wasn't friendly. Mm. <laughs> it was it was a uh, thin padding and brand new boards. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, well, yeah. Literally, it's just it was a triple threat. It was a triple threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a triple threat. Uh, dude, dude called for it, and I'm like, I'm the biggest person. I should be at the bottom of the total pole, but he, in less, in less than in lesser kind of words played politics and mm. yeah so i took a superplex from a power bomb off the top rope on brand new boards yeah no no i'm, I'm great i'm great <laughs> i hit i rolled to my side and i'm like fuck this <laughs> and, the no, like, no. and then Go the crowd's like oh he cussed i'm like yeah yeah. Go home. Go, yeah. go, go home. <laughs> we're, we're wrapping it up now. That's it. That's it. We're done. <laughs> we're out of this place. Yeah. I, I remember um, I got to work in a ring. Uh, it was a brand new ring, brand new boards. Um, and thank goodness, like the, the padding, I think it was like three quarters to an inch thick. So it was pretty, pretty thick. Um, but it still didn't stop. I got to hit this. Uh, I just hit a vertical suplex in the match. And, like, when I hit the ground, I was like, 
And I was the one giving the vertical suplex. So I just couldn't imagine what it was like for someone who was taking it. I was like, God, no, man. <laughs> no big bumps. Because I was like, that sucked 100%. We're going to work. We're going to go ahead and walk and talk. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. I can I could pass on all of that. So let me ask you another question because we just talked about the moonsault that didn't go so well. And uh, I just kind of, um, and we talk about worst bumps, but it was a hard lesson for you to learn. So I want to know what's the hardest lesson you've had to learn being in the business so far? Cards have to change. Mm-hmm. Me being predominantly, well, so my, I guess, home promotion, it's, so you've been there. You've you've seen the the. We'll 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 keep it light and say politics. So, I will. Get told what I'm doing or what they want to tell to the audience. We will, plant the seeds that show, next show completely scrapped. We're going to do something completely different, and then. Uh, how long? How long ago was it? If it, if this is September, June, July area, maybe even April. I had a shot at the world title. Gave it my all. Came up short. Kicked out at three one. Still lost. Crowds chanting, five more minutes, rematch. I'm crying in the middle of the ring. Promoter comes to me and says, you did good. We want you to chase it. Next month, course started to change. I'm in a three-way for the title. Title changes. I'm not champion. I'm one counting the lights because egos and politics. Mm. So after losing and being jumped after the show or after the match, I sat in the middle of the ring and contemplated taking my mask off and leaving the business. So now I show up to every booking I have with the mentality, show up and work. I think that's the best way to have things done, right? Like I never have intentions of like someone will tell me a plan, right? And it sounds great. And, 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 in storyline or in just in kayfabe, let's be real. It just sounds good. But the problem ends up being is that like you never know what's on the back end of things. And so I, I never push for certain things, right? And I think that's also like a detriment to myself is that like because I don't push to get certain things done, like I'm not pushing to get like championship matches or titles or anything, a lot of people will pass me up. I got told that I'm too nice of a guy sometimes because I'm just sit back and I'm like, hey, you just do what you're told, like things things will happen. And um, it's one of those things where it's like, 
yeah, sure, maybe. But, you know, I'm not going to sit here and bitch. I'm just going to show up, go to work, do the thing I got to do. I do what you asked me to do. And then just keep it, keep it pushing. I was like, I don't got, I, listen, I'm, I'm no spring chicken, right, at all. And I, I've made that well known on this show. Um, but in the same token, like, I'm also like, I, if the promoter has an idea for a show, he's going to, he's going to tell me what that idea is. He's going to say, hey, I want you to do X, Y, Z. But if, if things change, I'm not hurt because I'm like, listen, whatever's going on, I, it is what it is. I'm just gonna keep, I'm just gonna keep doing the thing that I want to do because, all I want to do is go out, put on the best match that I can, and just have fun doing whatever it is I'm doing. And and be, be genuine about it. Cause I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, and I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be the guy that's like, oh, I, I wouldn't take it, right? I would love to be uh uh the face of a company, right? I would definitely would love to be able to do that someday. But it just seems like sometimes, you know, we just uh, on a whim, like a promoter will be like, Well, we like that guy, but we're gonna go with this guy instead. I'm like, cool, whatever. And just keep it pushing. What match do you want me to do? Oh, you want me in this match? You want me to do this? Cool, whatever. Put on the best match I can, and just go. And just can keep keep it going. Like it doesn't make any sense to like. I I think I got wrapped up in it at first, right? Um, my like my second year in, I got wrapped up into it because you know people were like, oh man, we're gonna do this, this, and this with you, and we're gonna put this, this, and that on you, and this, this is going on, blah blah blah. blah. And then I was like, okay, cool. And here I am, like. Waiting for it to happen. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go. This is what we're gonna do. And then, like, out of nowhere, it doesn't happen, right? Or like, they just tell you, like, hey, man, like, sorry, I, I just can't do it right now. I'm gonna do this instead. I'm like, whatever. And that's the point. Like, I was getting frustrated, and I was like, you know what? Ain't a big deal anymore. I'm just gonna go out there. I'm gonna put on the best match that I can. Have fun with whoever it is I'm working with, and just go about my business because I really don't. I, I really shouldn't care at this point that I'm like, hey, why am I not like I want to work to be your face of your company, but if you don't want me to be the face of your company, that's fine. I'm just gonna go have fun, put on the best match I can, and just do what I gotta do. And that's the mentality now the mentality I have now is like I just want to be the best team player that I can be. I want to have the I want to put on the best match and have the show be the best show that you've had because at the end of the day, that's that's what's needed. That's what's needed to get done. So that's where that's where I got to. Yeah, after uh, doing training sessions with people, working with people, picking brains like we're supposed to, I've learned to just show up and work. And uh, if they don't see it, make them see it. Facts. I like that. So listen, we're going to get into the best part of the Three Count Podcast. It's one of my favorite things. It's called the Three Count Podcast, 10 Count Questions, and this is how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast, and whatever your answer is, that is your answer. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> so we're going to put on imaginary timer for ad pressure. Bing. And in the words of my favorite commentator, Mike Goldberg, here we go. Smackdown or Raw? <sighs> Uh, Favorite actor? Actor. Uh, uh, Donnie Yen. Uh, X-Men or Justice League? Uh, X-Men, Marvel all day. Hey, I like that. Uh, Favorite movie? Uh, God. Favorite movie? Something I could watch all day. Oh. Probably second Deadpool. Okay. 
I like that. Uh, for more than one reason. Everybody knows why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, see, when I was younger, I had PlayStation up to PlayStation 2. And then I switched over to Xbox. And what I got right now, I'm going to go with Xbox. Okay. Uh, favorite cartoon? Beast Wars Transformers. It's a good one. Uh, let's go with uh, Android or iPhone. Uh, iPhone. Okay. And then favorite podcast? Favorite podcast. Oh, man. See, all my favorite podcasts, they... they They've closed after maybe 10 to 12 episodes. <laughs> Sucks. Uh, I'll probably say yours. I'll, I'll be a fan of yours. Hell yeah, because, you know, we don't quit after 10 episodes. We've had over 300. Actually, we've had over 400 if you include the debate show and all the other crazy shows that we've had on this show. Yeah, because of... What helped me? What helped me get through the day? I was listening to William Regal's because that mm. was that was your under the learning tree. I've, then it switched to Dax Hardwood, and he got death threats and a whole bunch of hate mail, so he quit that. I've listened to WWE's Chelsea Green's podcast, which was over after one season, basically, and then. If you're, if you're a wrestler, I'll listen to it. Um, I also like conspiracy theories and unsolved murders. I feel like a lot of people are into those. A lot of people are into that. The the, the one I'm the one I the people of the one I watch I listen to the most. Basically, you learn that before there was DNA evidence, people got a lot away with a lot of wild shit. Especially in the U.S. That's yeah. There's a hundred percent facts of that. I can I can agree to that. Uh, let's jump into it. Nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. One person on this podcast. Uh, Shane Malice. Yes. Yes. I've been trying to get Shane on the show for so long. <laughs> I was about to say I was just on a show with him and me and him are trying to set up a match. Yeah, don't Shane know, is... Don't, uh, don't know where, but it has to happen. I think I've been trying, like, shoot-wise, I've been trying to get Shane on the show for, like, four years now. <laughs> well, last, uh, last time I talked to him, he was like, yeah, I had to switch jobs and redo my schedule and everything. I'm like, all right, bro, just whenever the promoter hits you, I'm going to need you to answer that. <laughs> right. And then last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this podcast... Favorite curse word. Favorite curse word. Whore. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. It's, I don't know, because recently I've been calling people pussy punk bitches. Mm. That's another good one. <laughs> Just rolls off the talk. So. It does. It really does. <laughs> it gets all the enunciation of being mad, so... So listen, like those are all the questions I do have for you. So the last thing I need for you is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Ampo the Destroyer. Um, 
I'm the only person with the name, other than the the mod, the kaiju itself from the Godzilla franchise. So just search that. You see my name on the screen. Search it. Uh, I'll apologize now. My YouTube is out of date, but I'm working on it. I have the footage. I just don't have the time to upload it. So we're slowly getting there. Yeah, yeah, I trust. I understand that. So I'm always like trying to upload stuff to my own personal YouTube page, and get stuff done. Like I had a, I have my vlogging channel that I have not posted a vlog on there in like three weeks because I've been so busy trying to handle this podcast. And I'm like, I'm I, I apologize. So when you guys see this episode, just know that this is uh is it it'll date itself. You guys will go back like a few weeks and be like, man, I haven't seen a, a vlog from Cliff in a long time. I'm like, yeah. There's a reason for it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just, it just has to happen. It's a lot. It's a lot. When you're built, when you're trying to build stuff, it is a lot. It takes a lot of time, so it is definitely hard to do. But like every great part of wrestling, imagine. Well, actually, first off, he gave you his handles. He told you we could find him, and he even told you about his YouTube channel, which he is currently still fixing stuff on. But like every great part of a wrestling match. We got to take this home because this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering. And I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And like every good Sherpa, it's never about me. It's about who's entering. So who's entering the ring? You see him right there. The kaiju of the square circle himself, Ampo. And you guys know what to do. Tune in to the episode and be there. Or you're legitimately following us on all of our social media platforms, which is just right down there. You're subscribed to our YouTube channel. You're following us on Spotify. You're even leaving those five-star frog splash reviews and checking us out on Amazon Music because we are there too. You're buying our merch on ProWrestlingTees.com or ForYourWear.com if that's updated yet. And you're even checking us out on Big Plus Network right now because, you know, this is where we are now, uh, you're checking all that stuff. You're telling your friends about us. You're leaving comments. You're leaving those shares. You're telling all your family members, your dogs, your enemies, even your best your best friend at school and your favorite teacher. You're doing all that stuff. You're telling everybody everything about us, or you're really just kind of waiting for this episode to end. You're waiting for the outro, and then you're choosing another episode to listen to. <laughs> Kawaii. What's going on? It is Clipper Red Dog, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And what we need from you guys is to kind of show some support, right? We want you guys to go to our YouTube channel at the Three Count Podcast, go on to our Twitch channel, Three Count Pod, or even our Facebook page, Three Count Podcast, and just give us a like, follow, subscribe, even give us a comment, right? Do all that cool stuff. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your enemies, right? Or you can even come talk to us and just chat us up, right? Find us on Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Find us on IG and on TikTok at Three Count Pod. Go ahead and leave us those comments. We want to hear from all of you guys. We're going to keep putting on videos and stuff like that. We want to keep making this content better. So we want your guys' support. Also, if you guys want to, go support us at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three-count podcast or even find us on ForYourWear.com. Give us the support. Show us your guys' love because we want to give it right back to y'all. So in the meantime, between time, love y'all.